Hello, everyone, and welcome along to Championship Drill and our look at the World Cup. Not so much daily anymore now that the World Cup is into its final stages. The semi-finals are set after the last two quarterfinals. Uh, we just had the England-France game, and earlier today we had Morocco and Portugal, which we're going to talk about first. Um, yeah, I mean, Portugal two great games. Portugal didn't show up in this first game. Um, I thought they were very, very poor. Like, if the stats, if anyone was over five in the in the rankings of this game, I'd be very surprised for Portugal. They just were not very good. Uh, no, they weren't. They weren't great in this one. Um, a lot of the ball didn't do an awful lot with it. Only three shots on target. To be fair to Morocco's, uh, Morocco's goalkeeper, who I think was making his fiftieth appearance tonight. Yeah. Um, he played well. He really did. He played well. He made a couple of great saves. One very good save near the end. Yeah. Um, Bruno Fernandez. Again, I think he's been Portugal's best player this tournament. I think he was. You know, as good as anybody for them today. Yeah, yeah. Um, very unlucky. With he, he hit the crossbar, yeah, in the first half. Um, uh, very, very unlucky. But yeah, you, uh, you were right. You're spot on, though. They had all the possession, but they just didn't do anything with the ball. Um, yeah, and it's tough. And I mean, we talked about it last night about Morocco and about how not to write them off because they're a good team. Uh, and we were just talking about it there before we came on about, like, they topped the group with Belgium and Croatia. Yeah. Uh, then they had Spain, who they beat. Then they had Portugal, who yeah, they beat. Exactly. Um, so they've done it the hard way, and we uh, we were saying last night how no African team has ever made <coughs> the semi final of the World Cup. Yeah, first. And they have now. Yeah, first time ever. First uh, time ever. Um, obviously Ghana, the ones that were unlucky not to do at that time with the. The handball on the line right at the end and then the missed penalty and we'll talk about missed penalties again later on the other game but a deserving winner I think the, some of the comments after the game from Portuguese players was uh, a, a little strange from Pepe's one Pepe blamed Messi for Portugal losing this game yeah they're, uh, they're trying to say that there's no Portuguese ref in the in the whole World Cup which is very odd yeah because and they're also yeah, they were saying that um, because Messi and Argentina and everything, that they were getting no decisions. And he was upset that there was only eight minutes of stoppage time, that there should have been more. And there probably should have been more, Yeah. Uh, to be fair to him. But I don't think if they played another 10 minutes, they'd have scored a goal. Morocco looked very solid at the back. Yeah. Um, I know Pepe had a great chance at the end. He missed it. And a uh, brilliant moment then when uh, you just see the Moroccan player kiss him on the head after he missed it. Yeah, yeah. As if to say, thanks very much for missing that one. It was a great chance. Uh, Ronaldo left on the bench again. Probably the right call. I mean, you can't drop a young fella that just scored a hat trick, but he wasn't very impressive in this one up front. No, he was he was woke. Um, I think besides that too, that header he probably should have done better with. Um, yeah. Um, Ronaldo was brought on early in the second half. To be fair, and I think he knows the joint highest appearance record. Um, in international games, yeah. Um, I think he he equaled that so of one hundred and ninety six international and possibly his last international match. I imagine yeah. it will be his last international match. It's hard to uh, know. It's that kind of thing. What we've talked about before. If they get in, if they get into the tournament, and he feels okay. 
yeah, if they qualify for the Euros and yeah. he's 39 and still playing, maybe he'll say, look, I'll come along. Yeah. Uh, I thought the goalkeeping was poor for the actual goal. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. It was him. <laughs> if you come that far, you have to get the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think it's I think it's just it's wonderful for the World Cup if you if we look at you know the the last four and there was there was a real chance we were going to have three European teams and a South American team in there, but now the fact that we've got an African team in there just you know I think it's great for the tournament, and it's great for African football. Um, it's outstanding. It's it's just um, guy I got to feel sorry for slightly is Morocco's manager who qualified them for the tournament, the best qualifying record in Africa. And he got sacked before the tournament started. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now they've gone on to the semi-final of the World Cup. <coughs> yeah. So he's like, well, why are you getting rid of me? You know, best qualifying ever. What's this new guy going to do? And he's taking them to the semi-final of the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, you, you've got to feel sorry for that guy. Also, but, as well, just feeling sorry while we're talking about feeling sorry for someone. Yeah. Um, I hope that Sias has, that doesn't miss the rest of the World Cup. Um. Didn't look good. Yeah. Uh, he went off in a stretcher. Um. Yeah, and we've seen him play a lot, obviously. Yeah, it didn't look good. Uh, didn't look good. Obviously, they were down to ten men, ninety plus three. Still not quite sure why. He must have said something to the referee, did he? Or was it a second yellow for a booking that I just didn't pick up the first booking? I yeah, it was a weird one. Uh, he seemed to get two yellow cards very quickly. Yeah, I think he did say something to the referee. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was so, of like three minutes, he two yellows, he was gone. Um, yeah. So it was um it was a strange one. He'll obviously you know miss the semi-final, but he won't miss the final should they make it. Yeah. Um but uh, a bit of a loss for them, I suppose. But credit to Morocco. I mean, I think it's it's five clean sheets and six World Cup games or something like that. Yeah, they're the most defense they're the most defensively sound team in the World Cup for sure. Yeah, and it's it's not gonna be easy. Um, for France to break them down. And obviously, there's a lot of history historically between France and Morocco. Morocco was a French colony for so long. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of the Moroccan players were born in France. Yeah. Um, so there's there's a big history between those two countries in general anyway. So it's, it's going to make it somewhat of a derby match, you would imagine. But, you know, Morocco so, so good at the back. Yeah. We, where they're going to struggle more than likely is if they fall behind in a game because also, also as well I don't think anybody has the pace for Mbappe um, no but they'll defend so deep they might give them time to run into any space um, yeah for Portugal they just didn't show up I thought Ronaldo was terrible again when he came on yeah he'd won chat um, I remember but then again none of them were great like you said already well Joe Feet uh, was bad he missed yeah. a few chances yeah, I did think Fernandez was Bruno Fernandez was good. I think he's had a a decent World Cup, and I think he can go back now and be uh, be ready for United when the when the season kicks on again. And without Ronaldo, I think Bruno Fernandez is going to have a very good second half to the season for United. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think you're going to see him back to his best and scoring goals because I think that was one of the issues with Ronaldo, and. It is hard when you have a player who's been so good for so long, but they're coming to the end of their career and it's like they just can't accept it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he's kind of throwing toys out the pram yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But you can talk all they want about how many goals he scored for United last season in terms of, well, he got 20 goals. But then 
How many did Rashford score or Martial or well, Martial was way unknown, but how many did Fernandez score or Rashford or any of the others that were scoring the other season? Yeah, they yeah. got very I... few goals because it was just give the ball to Ronaldo. Yeah, exactly. and let him score the twenty goals. So I think Bruno is going to come on, and I think he's going to have a, a decent second half season, scoring and assisting again for United. Yeah, um, so and he'll get to go home early now, which is probably good news for United. Well, considering um, they're chance he'll make that game now because he's got two weeks now essentially before that match. Well, they're Burnley um, now in uh, ten days. Yeah, so he's a. Oh. Uh, so he should be okay there, you would imagine for that. And yeah. they're going to need him back anyway because United, obviously, with the the game against Barcelona as well, in in February, the extra games they're going to need all their players back and fit and firing, um, and it gives them a bit of a chance to get over the heartbreak a little bit, but you know. Credit to Morocco. Um, they're a team that me and you have been chatting to throughout the tournament and just saying, look, these guys are good. You, you've got to give them credit. Exactly. You've got to pay attention to them. Like, you don't fluke your way past Croatia, Belgium, Spain and Portugal. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I mean, they, they topped the group with, with Croatia and Belgium there, in it. Yeah, they're, they're stubborn as well. They're so, they're really stubborn. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think they deserve forward. it. Looking forward to it. I think they deserve it, and it's 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 going to make that semi final really really good. I think. Yeah. Uh, then we may as well move on to the other game, which was, I thought, England was very unlucky. Yeah, um, I thought the first fifteen minutes they looked frightened or something. Yeah. Um, but that referee was almost as bad as last night. Worse, I'd say. <laughs> I mean, for starters, for me, the first French goal shouldn't count. Well, if was a foul I think Saka, that's a foul against Saka every yeah. day of the week. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, you can't go through somebody to get to the ball fairly. You just can't do it. Yeah. Um, and I think that was a mistake in the goal. No, great strike. Pickford saw it late. I think he still should have got something on it. Now, that's not to say Pickford played bad because he made a couple of great saves in the game as well. Yeah, but I think so he'd be disappointed. It's how far he was out. Yeah, I think Pickford will be disappointed because even though he saw it late, he saw enough of it, I think, to be able to get his hand there and he just didn't get there quick enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, not an easy one to save, but, you know, a top goalkeeper will I probably know Roy, feel he should I know Roy it. laid into him, all right? Yeah. Roy Keane laid into him. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. Um, um, saved it. Like, he I said, don't think it's an easy save to make, but I think it's one Pickford will be disappointed he didn't make. Yeah, he had enough time to see it, like. Yeah. So France go in one nil at half time. I don't think they deserve to go in one at half time. Possible yeah. penalty shout. I don't think it was. I think it was outside the box. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was there. Oh yeah, Arkane, few, yeah, that was outside the box. I think that was outside the box. <clears throat> so you can't VAR can't go back and give a free kick, even if they thought it was a foul. Yeah, and um, they're allowed to go back and give. Which is a dumb rule, by the way. They should change that. Yeah, there was also a few strange calls from the referee. I thought. I thought Griezmann can count himself very lucky he was still on the pitch. Oh, yeah, that's a shot. And ultimately, he's the one that swung in the cross for the winning goal for Giroud. Uh, already being booked, he stopped, blatantly stopped the counter-attack. Yeah. Um, something he's definitely learned from Diego Simeone in Atletico Madrid. <laughs> um, and he, he should have been sent off, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, it would have been a harsh second yellow, but well, I've seen you stop a counter-attack, you get booked. It, it's It's just the rules. Um, and I don't think the England players were happy with that. Um, a lot of well. 
There's a lot of I thought Saka I thought Saka was playing really well. I really don't understand that substitution in taking him off to bring Sterling on. Yeah, um, I think they'd have been better off to take Bill Foden off to bring Sterling on. Mm-hmm. Because I thought Saka had Hernandez on toast and Hernandez was terrified of him. Um, especially in the second half, everything went through Saka and England looked very dangerous. He won the penalty, Kane tucked it away. Um, maybe Saka, he'd been kicked a lot. Maybe that was part of the thinking of taking him off. Yeah. Even though he wasn't getting any free kicks, he was still getting kicked a lot. Yeah. Um, strange substitutions overall, I thought, from him. I thought, you know, Rashford should have come on sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Boyer should also he- score a header as well. Um, he was very unlucky. Hit the outside of the post. Bad miss. Uh, should have done better. I, I honestly think England deserved the win in this game. I thought they were brilliant. I really do. Yeah. I, do. Um, I think a couple of moments of quality from France. A wonderful long strike, like we said. Even though I think the keeper should have saved it. And a great, great cross from Griezmann. Well, he should Again, have scored. I think the was it. He should have scored yeah. five minutes before that. Yeah. I think. Um, I think Maguire was a bit slow to react. Yeah. Probably should have come across Griezmann. He's, you know, he's in there to head the ball clear. I, I think he reacted a little bit late, but at the same or for um to Giroud. But at the same time, it's a wonderful ball in. Yeah. Um, so you know, it's not it's not it's not the easiest ball in the world to defend against. Uh great quality from Griezmann, who I think is very lucky he was still on the pitch at that stage. And I think England very unlucky. They go down. The ref doesn't give a, a penalty for the push on Mount. It's not even a push. It's a shoulder barge into the back. Um, and I love the French players trying to say, like, but I used my shoulder. Yeah, I know, yeah. And it just reminds me of, I'm constantly telling the kids I coach, they say the same thing to me. They're like, but I used my shoulder. If like a free kick is given against them or if I give it in training against them and I'm always telling them the same thing. I'm saying, yeah, you used your shoulder, but your shoulder to in the back. You're not allowed to do that. I know, yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe growing up, he was allowed to get away with it, Hernandez. Uh, but another penalty to England. I have no idea why it's not a red card. Mm. Um, yeah. Because I think Mount is clean through on goal. Yeah, he just blew him out of the way. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But maybe they're thinking, well, the ball is over his head. He's not going to get to it. But you, you don't know that. Yeah. Um, there's a chance Monk gets to that ball if he's not knocked onto the ground. Exactly. And he's clean through on goal. I think that should have been a red card. I think, again, the referee was very poor. Mm-hmm. I think that absolutely should have been another red card. I think France are very lucky that they didn't have two men sent off. Certainly, yeah, they should have had one sent off. And he was absolutely shocking. Terrible. Terrible. I was sitting here with Claire, and, and she was saying, he's going to miss. He's going to miss. Uh, and I, I was thinking to myself what would I do in that situation you've already hit one to the keeper's right yeah and I'm thinking for me you just hit it as hard as you can down the middle yeah and yeah. I it it's like he thought about hitting it hard down the middle and then thought about maybe hitting it the same way again and in the end kind of just blasted it over the bar it's like he um no, I'm not a massive Harry Kane fan, obviously being an Arsenal fan. Mm-hmm. But I, I do hope he's not a, you know, torn apart in the media for for missing the penalty because a lot of pressure on it. You know, he blazed it over the bar, fair enough. But, um, you know, I, I think England were just very, very unlucky. Yeah, they really. Are. I, 
also think I mean but then what I do think you have going for England is their team um, they are so young yeah. um, the next World Cup they are going to be one of the favourites I mean you go through the team and you're you're thinking maybe the back four is where they might be cut out in a few but, years' time. But we don't know uh, who's coming through either, like either. There could be some. No, no. I mean, at that stage, Ben White will be 28, 29. I know he went home for fighting with one of the coaches, but they're not going to be the coaches at the next World Cup. In terms of their ages and things, you look at the forwards, you know, how young Foden is, how young Saka is. Yeah. You know, you think of Rashford is still relatively young. He's going to be there at the next World Cup. You know, you look at Bellingham, how young he is, mm-hmm. Rice, Calvin Phillips, um, you know, Grealish is still relatively young. Yeah. Um, you know, Alexander Arnold is still young. Ramsdale on goal isn't that old. Um you know, the, there's a lot there. For me, and I don't know why it happened this way. Um and I understand he brought on Mount and that Mount won the penalty. Um, unless there's an injury, I don't know why James Madison isn't getting on to that yeah, pitch. Yeah, it's, it's, a weird, it's a really weird one. Um, I'm not sure either. It's just uh, my brother's on he's, he's, forehand. He's, he's the player in the best form, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's a strange one. Um, Stones looked like he's after picking up an injury. Uh, yeah. I, I also don't understand why Foden was left on for eighty five minutes. I think yeah. when you take Saka, I think when you take Saka off for Sterling, I think you bring Rashford on for Foden at the same time. Yeah, you're gonna have to, yeah. Um, how unlucky was Rashford, by the way, with that free kick at the end? Oh, it was very close, and it was so close. And that was some strike. I mean, he thought it was in. Yeah, just speaking of him, and, and as a player, was it? As a player, when you hit a ball that well, you just know you've hit it well. Like yeah, he yeah. really thought that was in. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it, for me. It's a very, very strange one in terms of of the substitutions he made, and I think he got them wrong today. Mm. Um. Well, I'm glad the way he started. Though I'm glad he didn't. Yeah. You know, go three at the back, like we were talking about a possibility yesterday, and I'm glad he did do what we thought he would do, which <clears> was <throat> leave Walker hang back with Maguire and Stones and let Shaw push forward. Yeah. The amount, um, the amount of people online calling him a politician is fucking is hilarious. So Garrett's okay. Yeah. I think I think yeah. he's done, to be honest with you. He's done. He's surely done in the job. Who comes in though? I mean, they've got a good young team, good young players coming through. Very good underage team as well. It it, it seems like they need a good young manager. I, the um, they'll, they'll put someone like Mourinho in there and it won't be him. But I'm just saying it'll be someone similar. I think they need someone who's going to give the youngsters the chance to play with a bit of freedom. Yeah, um, it's hard to know. I, I don't know who's around to do yeah. that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, for me, personally, if I'm in charge of the FA and I'm looking around, yeah. um, even though they didn't do great in the World Cup, um, I am looking at Luis Enrique, who just left Spain, and I'm saying, I I just saw a rumor about him earlier today. Actually, yeah, that he could be going to Atletico because Simeone's on last legs. Is he? Yeah. Apparently, the rumor is that Joe Felix wants to leave 
Okay. As of the manager, um, players are not getting on with him. And we, we know ourselves that he's horrible anyway, Simeone. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a tough disciplinarian, all right? Yeah. Um, I think England, if they move fast enough, could possibly get Luis Enrique. Um, I think international management suits him at the minute. Maybe he wants to get back into club management. I don't know. Um, but I can't think of too many other England managers that are out there in terms of like, Big Sam, bring him back. Bring back Big Sam, hundred percent record as England manager. Um, like I can't see too many other like good young managers out there that are English. That... Oh, it, they're all in. They're all in jobs like Eddie Howe and Brendan Rodgers. Um, yeah, yeah. Just um, like... so it's one of those where what do you do? Steven Gerrard obviously doesn't have a job, but I don't think you're putting him and Frank Lampard in there. Um, you know. Uh, no, I, you know, maybe down the line, maybe if they can prove themselves, but I think they've both not been brilliant. I think Lampard's doing a bit better at everything. I'd be interested now to see who actually goes there because I can't yeah. see him lasting any longer than, yeah, for me, yeah, for me, I, I, if I was the FA, I'd be trying to get him, uh, Luis Enrique. Um, I'm gonna have a look for who are who's the odds for the next thing the manager. Uh, Pochettino seems to be the favorite, and then Tuchel. Okay, that makes yeah, that would make sense. I think Tuchel I, wants to stay in England. I think that's why. Yeah, I I don't think Pochettino would be a great appointment for them. No, no, he wouldn't. I don't think he would work. Yeah. Um, you know, Eddie Howe was there, but he's not going anywhere. You know, Graham Potter is not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, is you know. Eddie Howe's not leaving Newcastle. Sure. And Lee Carsley are on the list. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, Wenger's turned down the England job before. And I think, you know, at his age now, maybe, like, if I think Wenger was to come back into management, it would be to an international team. Yeah. I think it would suit him better. But I mean, he has a job at FIFA at the minute. I can't see him doing it. But you never know, I suppose. Never say never. Mm. Uh, he is the kind of manager who could look after young players. Brendan Rodgers, I were, if if I could pick anyone right now, yeah. he would I put him in there. Yeah, but I mean, you're looking at. I I suppose you're looking at um. Whoever you do pick, you've got to be thinking the next World Cup. You've got to be thinking longer than the Euros. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you've got to be thinking four years time or well three and a half years time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and and I think. Like Graham Potter seems to be the favourite, but he's not leaving Chelsea. No. Like, why would he leave Chelsea? Yeah, he won't. He won't leave Chelsea. You know, and then you're looking at Steve Cooper. Like, no. No. Um, I don't see that happening. Brendan Rogers, like you said, Arsene Wenger, 16th one. Wenger wouldn't surprise me. I have to say. I know it's a bit of the left field, but he wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, uh, it, it all depends on whether he wants to do it. But it wouldn't surprise me if they had a word with him anyway. Yeah. Uh, because like I said, one thing he always did at Arsenal, he was great with the young players and England have a young squad. So who knows? Tuchel would surprise me a little bit. I think he, he enjoys club management. Yeah. Um, Pochettino, I don't know what they go down that road. They might. <laughs> um, But again, I think he's another one who wants to be back in club management. Um. Zinedine Zidane, we all know, wants the French job. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see him going to England. Plus, he's you know never played in England or anything like that. He's got no connection there. I don't see why he'd go there. 
Um, Jurgen Klopp, I think, is going to stay at Liverpool um, if he doesn't go and take the German job. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's tough to know. It's going to be interesting, like you said, to see Alan Perdue, Jamie yeah. Carragher, and down at the end of the odds that I see here is uh, Paul Scholes, 175 to 1. <laughs> Steve Bruce at 100 to 1. Could you imagine if Steve Bruce became their match manager? I'd, I'd say the fans would riot. Yeah. Um, 50 to 1 Emma Hayes from Chelsea. I, I don't see Emma Hayes becoming the, the England men's manager. Not right um, now, but there, I think in the future we are going to see it in the eventually. Um, possibly, possibly. Sean Dyche, 33 to 1. Um, he'd be better off suited as the next Dutch manager given the football they played at the end of the game yesterday. Um, Wayne Rooney, 20 to 1. Not a bad shout. Um, done great things at Derby. Um, I, I, I think, I think though, if they were looking to bring in a Wayne Rooney or someone like that, yeah, I, I think you do almost like what Ireland tried with um O'Neill and Keane. Like I yeah. think if if they could persuade Wenger to come in and take the job, yeah, I think you bring Rooney in then with him. Yeah, exactly. With. When Wenger's done, Rooney takes over. Yeah, that, that would be the ideal thing that you would do, yeah. Um, so I do think if Wenger does end up getting the job, and I don't know if he will, I do think you bring in a young England manager with him, whether that's Rooney or Gerrard or whoever it might be, someone to learn under him on the job. Whoever it is anyway, will, people are going to hate it, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, Harry Redknapp is the man. Harry Redknapp, yeah. I think Wenger would be a popular enough appointment with the England fans, though. I, I really do. Yeah, people love yeah. him. People love him in London, and especially yeah. And I, I do think if they gave it to him, um, I do think it wouldn't be a bad idea to bring in a Gerard or Rooney alongside him. Um, if they wanted to do that, I don't know. Like Gerard probably still wants to be in club management. Rooney's just moved to the states. Um, you know, I don't know if they'd want to do that, but I think there's no harm in that. Yeah, no, I so we'll we'll have to wait and see, I suppose, on that one. But ultimately, France go through. Um, kind of a hard-fought victory for them, I suppose. They dug it out a little bit. I don't think they deserved it. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought even were very, very, very unlucky. For yeah. France, I don't think there was many great players. I really don't. I think the England players were better than them, man for man. Um, I thought Hernandez was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought the midfield, we said the midfield would struggle against the English midfield. And I, they did. I think, yeah, yeah, Bellingham was. Um, I thought Lloris, we know he's a bit shaky. He dropped a few crosses, but he made important saves when he had to. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did think Giroud was a handful. For yeah. It's amazing. Uh, we talked about that is like Stones yeah. and Maguire should have been able to deal with him, yeah. but he bullied them at times. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting to the ball, Griezmann was definitely for me like the best player for France, but lucky to still be on the pitch. They kept Mbappe very, very quiet. Um, and yeah, they were cut out by then the other two by Griezmann and Giroud. We said you've got to keep all three of them quiet, really. Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I like I have more questions about this France team after this game than I have thinking they're brilliant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think England showed how vulnerable they can be. and um, if it is set up for Argentina to go through, and I'm not so sure it will be, mm. um, it's a hard one to know what like what a France Argentina game would be like. 
Because again, uh, I think Tushimani and Rabido in the middle are not the greatest players, but I'm not convinced by Argentina's midfield leader. each other out, though, in a way. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting to see. They've got to get past Morocco first, and that's going to be a cracker, like we said. Um, I'm looking forward to the semi-finals. I really, really am. Um, I think I think Croatia are going to give Argentina a tough test. I said last night, and the more that's come out about it, you see Argentina players crying, and you see them giving out, and you see all this kind of stuff. I think I think the manager has a hell of a job, the Argentinian manager, to get the players mentally ready for that game. I think they're drained emotionally after that match last night. 100%. Uh, and I think the one thing Croatia will be is focused. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see a repeat in the final four years ago. Yeah, I think um, so. And I think that wouldn't be a bad final. Yeah, but was the revenge on Croatia's mind this time? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah. Um, I, it's, it's hard to know, isn't it? Like, where do England go from here? Like we said, I mean, you can't say they've had a bad tournament. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they, they yeah. have really. They've just, had, they've just been under the influence of a poor manager. Yeah, I mean they've you know they got through the groups very easily, uh, hammered Iran, beat a very average Wales team, drew with the USA, but still topped the group. Yeah. Then they beat Senegal pretty well, I thought. Looked really good in that game. Then came up against France, the real big test, the first big test tournament. They go out, but they probably deserve to win it. Yeah, it's not like they played badly, so it's it's going to be a hard one for them to. I can understand the players really hurting a little bit after that one because they gave everything. Yeah. Um, whereas I think in the game last night, the Holland-Argentina game, I think it was a case of um, Holland really didn't come into it until the last 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, and Argentina would have been felt very unlucky had they not gone through yesterday. Um, today, Morocco did their job. You know, Croatia um, did what they had to do against Brazil. Again, Brazil, like England, will probably feel they were the better team and went out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's interesting. Looking forward to the semi-finals. Who do you think wins it from here, then? Um, you know what? I'd love Morocco to get to the final, even if they don't win it. Yeah, I'd, I'd love Morocco-Croatia final. We said it last night. It would be the dream final, yeah. Morocco-Croatia. Um, Morocco I could see Croatia. that happening. I mean, you're in the semi-finals now. None of the teams that are in the semi-finals fluke their way there. No, really. Thankfully, they all deserve to be there. Yeah, they all do. They all do. I mean, you think about it. Argentina. I think out of all the teams, Argentina are the weakest. I think they've stumbled into the semi-final, um, with a massive assist at times from referees. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how much more they have to give. To be honest with you. But at the same time, having said that, um, you know, I think the only game they look good in was when they beat Poland. I, I really do. I don't think they, other than that, I don't think they were great. Um, it's hard to know because Croatia, I don't know what it is. There's just something about them at a World Cup, like we've said it before. Yeah. They just do so well in World Cups. This, so is the last, this is the last time, though, I think, after this one. Madrid, yeah. Madrid is the man that does a lot of the. The ground yeah. very difficult. We talked about it last night. If I'm Perisic, if I'm Modric, if I'm a few of those midfielders, 
on the the Croatian team, I'm winding those Argentinians up as much as I can early on. Exactly. They will react, and Holland showed that they're going to react. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you can get in their heads early, you <coughs> you can really throw them off their game. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so will we leave it there after a very very disappointing night for England? I think um, they were really really unlucky. They really were. Um, um, feel bad for them. I think they're going to be stronger for the experience. And then we um, have a final in one week tomorrow. One week tomorrow for the final. Um, we're hoping for that Morocco Croatia game. Um, it would be great. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it, it's so hard to call. It really is. I just hope the semi finals are good games. Um, I thought the two games today were very entertaining. Uh, the game last night obviously was very entertaining, uh, but we'll we'll have to wait and see what happens in the semi-finals. Um, we will be back. When are we back? When are the semi-finals? Middle yeah, of next Wednesday. week, Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday, and then there's so we will... the match on Saturday evening and Sunday. Yeah, so we will be back either after the first semi-final or maybe we leave it till both semi-finals are played and do a show then. Um, we're going to be back Monday evening for sure. Uh, and for those of you who listen to our championship one, which is, is kind of what the podcast is about generally, where we'll be reviewing all those games. Won't talk about them much today, but a few surprise results today. After um, On Monday after the West Brom Sunderland game. Yeah, we'll be getting that podcast out to you after that game. So do keep listening to the channel and after that. Um, thanks everyone for listening again. And we will join you guys who listen to the championship show on Monday. And with the World Cup, we'll be back either Tuesday or Wednesday. I haven't decided yet if we'll do both semis together or not. 